Hi, Inside the Minds, episode three. I have my really good friend here, Jess. And um, what were you saying about Inside Your Mind? Um, inside the Minds is what it's called, but Inside My Mind is just blank. <laughs> is that because you've done so many shows, you're just... Oh, it's just burnt out. Yeah. <laughs> it's just blank. It's just blank. So, listen, I wanted to talk about a, a few things, but mainly, like, what I've done so far is the people that I have interviewed, I've had relationships with in training and coaching, but they've also had existing, like, competing experience like yourself before I met you. Mm-hmm. How many competitions had you done before we actually... Before I met you and before I started with the IFBB, I think I competed in three or four shows yeah. with other federations. And how old were you then? Like when you just started? I signed up with you when I was 21. I did my first show when I was 19. See, that's what I found fascinating because, like, and I told you this from the word go, that I started when I was young. I did my first competition at 19. I started training at 15. And that's my story, and that's for say for another day. But why did you start so early? Um, I was playing netball on a really serious level. I was in about three teams, and I was training like six or seven days a week. Um, but I was hit by a car, like jaywalking. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Well, I don't think I know that. Like, <laughs> really? I, you know, I'm, now you now you said that I yeah. remember it. How bad was it? Um, the guy was doing about 50. What? Yeah. He was supposedly speeding up to like a yellow light. And I was, I think I'd crossed through about three lanes of traffic and then. You should have said that to the police officer that pulled you <laughs> over the road before. <laughs> you know, mate, I've been hit by a car. Yeah. I know what it's like. Yeah, yeah. really? Yeah. And, and, and extensive the damage that was um, done to I you? I was pretty lucky because I was so young. Um, like the car sort of hit me and I just rebounded off it. You went then, with it. No, I literally rebounded off off the, the car, off the vehicle to the next lane. But that car stopped before running over me. So, <laughs> this did it. What? And you were how old? Um, fifteen, I think. Fifteen, sixteen. So your life changes straight away. You're in hospital for how long? Yeah, I was in hospital for three days. I didn't have my injuries weren't too bad at the time. I just had like a punctured lung, a couple of cracked ribs. Just a punctured lung. Punctured lung, a couple of cracked ribs, and a bit of a sore foot. So they wouldn't let me out of the hospital until I could walk on my foot again. But that, isn't a punctured lung like a, a yeah? Fairly I think it decent... took six weeks until I could start netball up again. And then after I started playing netball, obviously because it's semi-contact and yeah. being a shooter, they were constantly like digging into my ribs, which yeah. was causing me problems. Um, so I was seeing a chiropractor at that time and he said, if you can't see yourself playing netball professionally, you need to can it because it's not doing you any good. Wow. And at that point I kind of summed up and thought netball wasn't, you know, the salary of a netball player isn't very high. And I was too short for a shooter anyway. Like I never got picked in the better teams as the shooter to start with. So, well, you know, that like, I know this is your story, but that's that's a very similar situation to me. Mm. Playing football, yeah. I was about 15 or 16, broke my rib, broke my collarbone, yeah. and my dad said the same thing to me. He said, do you see yourself playing professional football, yeah. you know? And, I'm, and I was never, I was good, I yeah. was committed, and some days I was great, other days I wasn't, but I was never in the best team. So, yeah. you know, at that point, the, the decision had to be made, you know, go earn money, you know, yeah. like, go... You yeah. get a job. <laughs> yeah, but I still wanted to stay fit, so that's when yeah. I signed up at the gym. So you go from, so you finish that season out of netball, you're probably still around 16 years of age? Yeah, I think um, it was just around finishing grade 12 that was all happening. Wow. Mm. Oh, a lot to do while you're trying to commit. Uh, you, you, do, you, you don't do a HSC up here, do you? Like we, 
in New South Wales, we do a HSC for year 11 or 12, which is just what we do. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it does, podcasts is around the world. This is Australian <laughs> curriculum is, is the best in the world. We just, in different states, we all work on different levels. Uh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> it's <laughs> completely <on. laughs> irrelevant. So, but they're, they're, the, they're the years that you sort of, in Sydney, the HSC really determines what, what you can do with your lot, like in uni, whether you get a oh, high yeah. mark or a low mark. You know, whether you will end up being a truck driver or a, <laughs> or a doctor. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then you, what gym was the first gym that you walked into? Go Health Clubs. Yeah. Still, still a member at Go Health Clubs. To wow. This day. Little plug for Glo- what? Go Health? Go Health, yeah. yeah. But they're now turning into Good Life, though. Okay, cool. And, when, and was you'd never been into a gym before? No. Oh, well, sort of. Like, my mom used to be PT'd by um, somebody at like a home gym. So I used to do that with her when I was like twelve. <laughs> just for that's fun. right. So you've always it's always been around you. It's not yeah. foreign to you. But yeah. like, so okay, you're sixteen. Did you go to the gym for the first time on your own? Yes. You walked into that little go health joint. And it's you... actually a really big gym, but um, back then they had like a a go girls section, so yeah. it was females only because it's quite intimidating. Like so many girls I know, they meet I meet them, and the the first thing they say is. How do you train weights in the gym full of like men and women? It's so intimidating mm. when you don't know what to do and you feel like everybody's watching you. So that was really handy, just having like a girls only and yeah. it wasn't very busy. So Yeah, and, that, and, and, you, and you walked in there on your own, signed up. Yeah. And I think I signed up with a friend at the time because we were just finishing grade 12, but I'd go by myself all the time. Yeah, yeah. so once you actually got your foot in the door, yeah. like, pardon the pun, um, you, you were sort of okay, you, you were working away, and uh, yeah. how long were you doing that for before you realised that maybe competing, wanted, you wanted to do something you might want to do? I think maybe six months I was training at the gym, and then somebody just mentioned, have you, have you thought about competing? And I was like, well, what is competing? What is this? You didn't know you I had didn't no know idea either. what it was, yeah. so I yeah. started Googling, and then that was that. Yeah, and, and how long did you take to prepare for your first show? Um, I think I did twenty week prep. Yeah, we from like for all the people listening and stuff like that. Um, walking into the gyms at, the, at one of the big first major steps, uh, trying mm-hmm. to conquer, you know, maybe preconceived ideas you have with the other people in there. For the majority, once you get to know them, a lot of people are in there trying to work out their own sort of issues, their own sort of insecurities. Yeah. So it's sort of funny that we have that sort of. Uh, pressure of feeling that we're going to be judged when there's other people in there feeling that exact same way. Yeah. Um, did you feel confident in knowing how to train your body correctly when you first started training? or um, When I first started, I kind of just winged it. Like yeah. I was Googling what exercises to do and finding like little programs to follow. That See, was... that just, you know what, straight away, the, I, you wouldn't be able to tell this, guys, because you can't video, thank God. I've got a head for radio. Um, I laughed because she Googled it. I didn't have email when I started training. <laughs> Mobile phones were starting. And, uh, yeah, so you just Googled it and you, and you came up with your own little program that sort of worked? Yeah, I just sort of pieced it together. And then once I started with um, prepping, I found a coach and yeah. he was giving me programs and stuff to do. Awesome. And then, you know, we flash forward to sort of you, you, what three comps you've done. I think, yeah, three or four, yeah. Yeah, and you'd been, by the time we'd spoken, you, you were pretty, like, I could tell from the first conversation you were a little different. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> um, you were different. 
I, I, I don't wasn't know. a typical 21-year-old. Yeah, you weren't typical anything. Like, uh, you reminded me of some of the qualities I had, but better. You, were, you weren't distracted by the outside world. Um, you knew what you wanted. And unlike a lot of people, you knew it was going to be hard, but that didn't scare you. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I, you, you, I, I, we had some very um, confronting conversations about your goals and what you wanted. Yeah, I remember that was the first time that we met. Like, we'd spoke on the phone previously, and I think you were a bit sceptical because of my age. So we met for, like, kind of a training session, and we talked about all of our goals and everything like that. And I think... You are pretty honest yeah. straight from the word go. Why don't yeah. you just tell everybody for the sake of the... the, the so, because... It's funny how it pans out, uh, pans out now because in hindsight, what were some of the things you wanted to achieve? I wanted my pro card. Yeah, where? What else did you want? Featured on the cover of Oxygen Magazine. Featured yeah, in Oxygen Magazine. Oxygen Magazine. There's a whole lot of lists of things competing overseas. Um, I think you pretty much ticked all of those off your bucket list. Almost. Yeah, I've got to start a new list. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad thing, you know. So that's what I, I think that's what really intrigued me, like you said. Um, you were really, everyone wants to win, yeah. you know, and everyone wants to be a competitor. And I think I've said this before in other forums that social media gets blamed for a lot of things, but it's only a platform. Mm. You know, we have the right to either follow certain people or not follow them, but, and what they perpetuate. But I, I believe that in the fitness world, we're, we're, we're getting this sort of unrealistic expectation of what you know, people look like all year round and yeah. how hard it is. But um, that sort of stuff didn't seem to deter you. You just want you were willing to work hard. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if anyone can enjoy the process because it is so difficult, but... It you, is very draining. You do suck it up well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make it work. <laughs> Make it happen. Yeah. So, like, what's, um, what's some of the biggest things that you've sort of taken out of it? Like, when you look at things of how far you've come from that car accident, getting into the gym and all that... And then now you being a pro athlete, um, like how do you feel about that? <laughs> that it just it hasn't sunk in yet. Like people saying, "Oh, you're a pro athlete now," or for me to even say, "I'm a pro athlete," like it, it doesn't feel real yet. Yeah, I just didn't expect it to be happening so soon. Yeah, you know what? I heard a lot of people that a lot of great people um, when they get asked similar sort of questions, they go. I'll look back and reflect on how great I've done when I've finished doing yeah. the great shit. Yeah. And I think that that's what you're already planning, your comps for, you know, October and stuff like that. And I think I've seen you publicly release some dates or you haven't released anything yet? Um, I will be releasing some okay, dates. Okay, so you'll be releasing some. And, and that's the one thing that I noticed, like, um, successful people don't, uh, rest on their laurels. You have, you could, you don't, you could walk away from bodybuilding and let's just call the whole general sport bodybuilding because that's what we do. Yeah. Um, you could walk away from bodybuilding today and have achieved more at the age of 22, 23, 25 now. Um, 23, mate. 20, did I just <laughs> two years to you? Yeah. <laughs> Not there <me> yet. <laughs> and, and, and have done more than what maybe you ever really possibly imagined you could do and more than what anyone may ever do. Like, so yeah. what, what's sort of keeping you driving now? Like, the dream's still there. I still want to be on that Olympia stage. I yeah. still want to live in the States and be training at Venice Beach all day, every day. Yeah. So that's the new list. Yeah. So can you, I know you didn't want me to ask you any questions, but I have to, because I've never heard of it, but you swear it's a thing. 
and I haven't Googled it before we got on here to make sure, but you did show me it on Google. <laughs> you, what, what can't you do? I can't visualise things in my mind. <laughs> it's called aphantasia. <laughs> and so what does that mean? Like, like if, you, if, I sit, if, I, if you sit here and I ask you to shut your eyes, yeah. like, can you picture yourself on the beach? Like, describe how it looks oh. and visualise it. I can't visualise it. I can, I can taste it. I can smell yeah. it. Yeah, and most people can. Yeah, and you can't. I can't. Do you think that's like you know? Because we talked straight away. One of the first things we did, and I was, and I, and it was hilarious because I give this to all of the athletes, but I gave it to you. We spoke early that day. I said, Jess, go out and get a vision board and put up <laughs> on that vision board everything yeah. you want. And within a... I think it was about three hours. <laughs> within three hours, you had sent me back a photo yeah, of everything on that done. vision board and, yeah. and all of that I stuff. I went to Kmart, yeah. picked everything out, printed and everything off on my computer. So do you think maybe not being able to uh, visualise things and have to really have, really focus on those sort of things consciously maybe... Yeah, I love, might... to, I love to make lists. I love to write things down. For me, if, I, if, it's, if I'm writing it down, that's me visualising it. Oh, okay. So, yeah. like, listen, I just can't get off this for one more second. So, I'm on the bike, right, and mm. I'm doing my two hours of cardio, and I'm yeah. listening to some tunes, and I'm really feeling it. Yeah. I'm visualising myself running down the beach, oiled up, and everyone screaming my name and shit like that, and I and I get a real big kick out of it. Yeah. I'm sure uh, serotonin, dopamine, and epinephrine is getting released, because I actually feel chills. Like, mm. I am in the moment, and if someone touches me on the shoulder, it'll shock me, because I'll be like, fuck, I'm not there. Like... Yeah. You don't do that. You can't. I can't. It doesn't work for me. So, oh, I feel so disappointed. It is very disappointing. So that's why when I'm doing my cardio, I listen to like motivational speeches because yeah. that's hearing people speak about it because I can't visualize it myself. Wow. It's, it, is, is it a disability? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, but listen, like, but you know, like that's, I just find that intriguing because I'd never heard of it before that. But yeah, like it was, I, I, I wanted to know like if it would have been a, a strength or a weakness, but um, I think it's a bit of both. Yeah, depending on how you use it. Yeah, yeah, like it. <laughs> well, it's not good that I can't visualize, but, <laughs> but what all, I can do instead. Yeah, but what you yeah. do instead. And um, when you, you did you did something not long ago. Um, I know you're really passionate about actual fitness, and you for I'll call you like the new wave generation of athletes coming through because you are. Um, you really have a lot of um, really great belief systems instilled with you, like that I find to have a lot of high moral integrity. Like you did an article with Oxygen Magazine about helping kids or something like that. Um, was it? Yeah, it was about showing young girls like how people can Photoshop images yeah. through magazines. So they used me, took photo, like I did a photo shoot while the girls saw me standing there. They saw me get my hair and makeup done. So they saw me before I'd had my makeup yeah. done. They saw me with having my makeup done. Then they saw me standing there as is in the studio. Then um, once the photos were taken, they put them up on a screen and showed them, this is the photo. Now look what we can do with Photoshop. This is what wow. happens in magazines. So so all the young girls out there can start to learn, okay, so not everything is believable. Yeah. These photos aren't legit. Yeah. You know what? I've got to commend Oxygen. And was it Lindy, 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 yeah. Lindy Olsen for coming up with that and Dallas yeah yeah, because um it's one thing that you know I used to work with Lindy back with uh Michael Henry that owned the magazine Ultra Fit and when we were doing Ultra Fit he was very 
much about that. Don't yeah. write shit. Like, you know, don't write the eight-minute ab workout for summer, you know. Like, yeah. keep it real, guys. And uh, to have Lindy do that, like, sort of, and, and using people like yourself that are, the, that are at the forefront of your industry for that, I think it's a, a great thing for the girls. How did they respond to it? They couldn't believe it. I think a lot of the girls, they, they were probably aged between like 7 to 12. Yeah. So they were kind of shocked by how much you can just change one photo with a couple, you know, pull this in here, let's airbrush that section there. Do you think that's something that we should probably be looking at like in education? Like, you know, we do like going around to schools and stuff like that. You know, we, we preach about bullying in school, cyberbullying in school and all this stuff in school and, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that we're learning in school in the... 70s 80s and 90s it's not as applicable today but i think mm. like with the with what you're doing that message getting out there like um you know i think there might be a room for something like that yeah. like a, a, a you know a group like of people. self-image yeah like you yeah. know we yeah yeah we, we had that sexual education thing where that that wasn't really like a a class but every like they travel around to each yeah. school and they do their talk i think um something like that because Unless you know, you don't know. No. Like, I was blown away at how much you can change a person's yeah. physique. You know, you can make them thinner. Yeah. And, and you wouldn't know. You can add here, take away there. Yeah. I mean, the, the, one of the days where you even need to be an attractive person. Yeah, they just take the photo and edit the way that they want it. Wow, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, and I was talking to one of the fitness magazine guys um, probably in the 90s, and they said that, when we were growing up and we were all glued to the magazines, they said that every single, or most of the magazines would touch it up about 5%, yeah. so in large things, because it just, if you just had the normal image there, it just didn't have that impact. Yeah. And I'm thinking... Oh, what was like, the point, Yeah, what's the point? Yeah. We're, in a, we're in a sport of, like, that gets judged on stage on the day just by pure physicality, yeah. by physicality and then you perpetuate a cycle that the image that one isn't the image that's on the front page. Mm. Do you reckon um, that the, some of the stuff you've also learned through bodybuilding has helped you with other stuff, other areas in your life? Yeah, definitely. Like the discipline, for example. Yeah. Being able to, you know, stick to a diet for a certain amount of weeks and stick to a certain training program, having that discipline to do that. Yeah. Just apply it to everything else in life. Yeah. And, like, and, and what's your life consisting of now, just training, getting back into training? That's yeah, I'm trying to find my balance again. I've had quite a few like changes happen over the last few months. Yeah. So just trying to find a balance and get back into prep. When you say changes, anything you want to talk about, like but something that the viewers or the listeners might benefit from, like, or nothing really specific? Um, no, not really. <laughs> I I'll, t I'm, I'll be posting up a photo um, announcing my dates of my pro show, and I'll be talking about all the okay, changes cool. that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably a better way to do it on that forum yeah. yeah so there's a few questions that i always like to ask people just to uh see <laughs> is this where the blank mind comes in yeah this is this, this will be funny for you so What's three favorite things about yourself <laughs> yeah they're always the worst questions, I hate those questions. I, I, I don't, and they should be questions you ask somebody about themselves because they're not going to be true but um well before we go there really um so you, this is the one thing that I found fascinating with yourself. Like, uh, people want to be successful, mm. but they don't want to put in the work. Like, what do you say to that? Hundred percent true. I think people like competing. For example, you would look at that, and you have eighty percent of people say yes, I want to compete, and then you explain 
exactly what they have to do to, to get up on stage immediately would drop to about 50%. And then through the process of people doing <laughs> ah, it, ah, ah, ah. you drop off another God knows how many percent. Okay, so we're, just, we're down to about 30%. But yeah, let's the, 30%, yeah, yeah. I reckon at about 10% of them, if you don't have like... After uh, the first show, drop it to another 15%. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. A, that's a good thing. So like, for those people that have been coached by me, they'd understand this. But for the others that don't, I don't coach many people only about 10 at a time, but I make them jump through loops and loops oh. and loops and loops. Because ultimately, my success rate relies on other people's energy and effort to apply knowledge and, and, and take it, you know. So I can only do so much, but yet my results get criticised by the very people that are going to get, like, you know, I've got to rely on. So I've been able to come up with a system of just getting to know people before that I take them on as athletes. So I sort of get about an 80% success rate. Uh, so about eight of them make it through to the comp. But uh, if you're just going to take on anybody, I reckon if you took on 100 people and you just took on people that were like, I want to look like that, yeah. and you, you'd ex just explain to them what they were going to go through, and you tried to explain in detail, I reckon I reckon 30% of them make the competition. Yeah. And, and I reckon out of those 30%, 5% of, of them done them at, done the program at 80 to 90% of its maximum. Yeah. Because I'll, I'm, I'm happy to say I've been a national champion twice, South Pacific Championship, I've come second, I've competed for two in two different decades, and um, I failed on every single one of my diets. I didn't, I was never perfect. And I commend the people that say they can be, and I know there are people out there that are. Mm. And uh, and for the most part, I think you, you always hit about 95 percent perfect yeah. with training and diet uh and especially the last couple of weeks we could probably bump that up to nearly a hundred percent i remember there was that time you were getting ready for an australasians after a state or must have been the nationals after state titles we and we met at the back and you were sick oh uh, really yeah sick. that was back my first back-to-back -back show oh. was july 2016 we did the Queensland show, and I was meant to do the Australasians. You the week should after. not have competed at that. Oh, was it the Australasians? Was it the Australasians the week after? When when I saw you and we were going through some posing, you could barely yeah. string a sentence uh, together. I could barely hold myself up in the shower every night. Yeah, yeah. But what makes you go forward then? Because this is the thing that I'm trying to get to. Like I placed third in that show, the Queensland show, it and I wanted pissed first. you off, didn't it? I wanted first place. Yeah. <laughs> I was sick, but the girl that the girl that won that Queensland show last minute decided to do the Australasians as well, and that was just it flicked a switch for me. Yeah, from that from that day, it was no. I I, I love it. I love it because it's so true. Uh, and and people, this is what I don't understand about the modern day philosophy of competition. You utilize that lady. To make you a better to make person, better. Yep. and and that's why I shake the people's hands yep. when I come second and third or first or last or whatever. No matter what the placing is, yep. the, the the very reason oh, I get chills thinking about it because the same thing happened to me when Carol goes, "Oh, Nathan, we're going to introduce uh, classic bodybuilding in two thousand and six. We'd really love you to come back." And I'm talking about a ten year sabbatical that I've had off, like. <laughs> But my ego is just so enormous. She just said, you've got a great physique for classic. You'll be wonderful. I'm like, yeah, yeah she's right. Like, my head 
and logic don't make sense, you know. And I trained, I trained really, really, really hard. Mm. Uh, and the the prize was uh, a, 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 a all expenses paid trip to Prague yeah. um, for the first place getter, and that would be the first time at a world event that this classic bodybuilding would be held and Nathan Page was going to be there. <laughs> um, and for those of you out there that don't know the IFBB, the IFBB is, uh, uh, we work in accordance with the IOC and Sport Accord. So we are a drug-tested federation at the World Championship. So we, we, we train, for the most part, everyone trains naturally. I can't speak on behalf of other people, but, you know, I busted my guts out for that competition and I thought... Fuck it! If anyone beats me like for this, like I, I just couldn't even—I honestly couldn't fathom. I was there, you know, and not only did I, two guys came in and beat me. Um, uh, Alistair White and another guy, a really lovely guy in Perth. I forgot his name. He came first, and um, and uh, and I just couldn't believe it because they looked fucking heaps better than me. Yeah, they looked at least ten percent better than me. There was no question I deserved third at all. But I went away for a whole year and I fucking trained so hard to come back in 2007 and I lost my mum in the process. But this is what I wanted to get to when I've seen you in the garage and you're a week out from the competition you had just been beaten by that. It's that, I don't know what it is, but it's that hunger to want to... To be it's like better, a fire. Just yeah, burns. yeah, and I, I don't know if everyone has that, and I think that if you don't, then if you want to be the best at something and you don't get pissed off and frustrated with yourself, not yeah. with others or decisions, yeah. that's that's you, you 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 get pissed off and frustrated with what you can control, yeah. what I can do better, and when I seen you come around there and we're getting ready, I was like. Fuck, I don't know if you should go down there, you know, mm. not in that state. And you're like, I'm going. <laughs> I don't care. You it was were, happening. You, 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 and I won that show. <laughs> <laughs> it was my first win. It was your first my win? My first win. Oh, my goodness. I forgot it was your first win. Yeah. So that, that was the start of that everything. That was the start, yeah. And, and what show number was that then? With the IFBB, that was my second show. Yeah. I think altogether it might have been my sixth. And then, how, what other what other titles did you add to your collection along the way? Oh, there's a few. <laughs> you, please, um, you the, must understand the look that I received, <laughs> and it was. It well, was with, I've competed with the IFBB for I did 13 shows in 15 months. Now let's just talk about that I 13 think shows. Placed in 11 of them. Now, people want to be the best, but. Are they going to compete in 13 shows in 15 months? I don't know how you did it. I don't know how I did it. People ask me. How you did it. Yeah, during the process. I don't know how you're doing it. Me either. I'm just, it's just going through the motions by that point. If you, if you talk to some people, they refer to it as the flow. And yeah. It's, the, it's just when you're it's in that. Rolling. Yeah, yeah, you're in the flow. You're in the zone. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, like, and, and, and to see you to do that, like, I don't think that there's any one person that, wasn't happy at the end result when you got what you deserved, you know, like, and you got your pro card. That was, um, you know, it was, it was a highlight, I think, because everybody's seen you keep turning up and delivering. And, yeah. I mean, you did every single... regular. <laughs> yeah, well, you did every single show on the calendar. Yeah. And you even travelled over to Spain and did the Arnold Spain and got 
fourth yep. in the in, in your opens, division. Yep. Yeah, in the opens. Yeah, yep. of all things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that's there's some big moments there. So, like, I, I don't know what the sort of uh, listeners would want to know. So, I'm just going to ask some of the questions that I'd like to know. That you don't already know. That I, yeah, that I don't already know. <laughs> um, like, so we know where you want to. You've got an end game. You like we like you, when we got together in, in at the start. We we had all this projected, mm-hmm. but we also had an end game. Yep. You've still it's got that end game, yeah. Yep. Uh, and just so, for people listening, like um, you know, when you when you if you're an athlete, you realise that whatever you do as an athlete, unless it's lawn bowls or darts, <laughs> there's gonna be a time when Jess may not look so good in a bikini. So. It's um, Jess is already working. This is the sort of level that she's at. She's already working on what the end game is. So, when you what you're going to do when the the lights are off and the bikini gets hung up. Um, but for now, you'd love to be over in America, training there, learning yep. from some people over yep. there, and getting some more experience. Yeah, my my goal is to move to the states within the next two to five years. Yeah. And yeah, be getting on stage as much as possible to make my way to the Olympia. Yeah, and getting as much experience as possible yeah. and learning from as many people as possible. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the the great tragedy of um, not just our sport but everything. Um, people, you know, are protective of let's say they're sort of their own. When you really the best thing for that person is to go out and try to learn yeah. as much as possible from mm. so many other people because that's how you're really going to get the best perspective on life. Yeah. Um, so we're going to finish off with uh, just saying, well, thanks for coming in today. Um, it's been me. very relaxing. <laughs> um, okay, so I've got. A, I think this is going to work out great with you. I want to do a word association game. You know the word oh. association game, don't you? I'm not good with my words. <laughs> no, no, don't worry. Like uh, we had Megan on here, and it was meant to be an immediate response, and it took like 15 seconds for something to come out. So. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I'm just going to say a word, and boys. Irrelevant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Booty. Goals. (laughs) Animals. Love. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Day. Night. Milk. I don't drink milk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and the other thing I I really need to ask is, uh, okay... Are you a board shorts or speedo girl? Definitely board shorts. Why? Because speedos is like an old era. But what? We're, not, you, we're past that. We're past it. So we're I, past this, that. I can't talk people There's out no, of it. We don't so, need budgie smugglers anymore. No. So we're going to get rid of them. I think we should, unless you're a bodybuilder on stage. Can it? Really? Yeah. I know you love your red ones. Yeah. I've got all different colour no ones one now. Else, no one else loves them. No one? No. So I'm just out there on my own. Yep. I'm flying the flag high. <laughs> okay, well, that didn't end the way I wanted it to. Uh, yeah, Jess, thanks thanks, mate, for coming along. And uh, if you want any more information on Jess, what's your uh, Instagram page? Uh, Jessica N. McCurdy. Jessica N. McCurdy. Yeah, for my okay. middle name is Nicole. Well, that would make sense for the end. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, listen, um, when I put this up on Facebook, if you like it, make some comments below uh, and on Instagram. And uh, if you need to, uh, if you want any more questions or in particular people you want to interview, just let us know. Thanks, guys. Signing out.